Kelly Sue DeConnick. That's me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I got your name right too, right? You did. You awesome. Did. I have. It's a running joke that I mispronounce everyone's name. So you could call, you, you could call me McCormick or Deconick. Do you get that yeah. a lot? Uh, I do, and uh, and I'm actually proud of this one. Um, uh, <laughs> Microsoft Word uh, auto corrects it to demonic. <laughs> oh, that may be. You may have just won Microsoft Word. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kelly Sue Demonic. That's amazing. <laughs> well, we're talking to you on a pretty big day, I would assume. It's yeah. the day that the internet seems to have been waiting for for the past... Was it Chicago when it was announced? I, I don't could, even remember. Yes. So, yeah. Uh, uh, Captain Marvel number one from Marvel Comics by you and the phenomenal Dexter Soy came out today in stores. Congratulations. Yes. Uh, I bought two copies this morning because my nephew was going to get one. Oh, you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I also, I'm, I'm like his uncle, so I give him the comics. I'm the, the bringer of the comics. and You're the fun uncle. You're the funkle. Yeah, I'm the funkle. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, and like, also because... He's just going to take care of you when you're old. Yeah. <laughs> Me, when I'm surrounded by all my comics. He's just going to do it to get to my comics, I think. Yeah. Um, but I remember when I was talking to him about Avengers... Um, the, one of the first things he said to me was like, Black Widow was really cool. I liked how she fought. And he's like 10. And I was like, yeah, wasn't she? <laughs> uh, it was so great. So I'm happy to be giving him Captain Marvel as well. Um, and I'm glad this exists now. Um, it was, it's awesome. It's exactly, it's everything that I was hoping it would be. Uh, and more in, in some ways. I thought there were so many amazing, um, what I like to call Joss Whedon-esque moments. Like, those, like, really awesome, badass, like, hero shots that he would give Buffy. Um, yeah. That, like, like, damn it, I'm taking the name. Like, that page. I, lo- I love that page. Yeah. Great page. Um, so, how would, uh, how does it feel today to have this book finally out? Uh, we, were, we were talking earlier about how we're, you know, we've seen you doing a lot of press for it, and it's really exciting. But now that it's, now that it's in people's hands, and it's a physical thing now, how does it, uh, how does it feel? Weird. Um, uh, you know, I, I, it's, I have such mixed feelings about it. Like I'm, I'm, you know, I have that thing where, uh, I, I feel like I could have done better, you know, like, Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and you know, and, and like everybody who, people don't go out of their way to tell you they don't like it. Most, most everyone that reaches out to you, I'm not going and searching for um, reviews or anything because I'm not a crazy person. Yeah, right? Um, exactly, um, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so most people that reach out who make an effort to make sure I see it have positive things to say about it. Um, uh, but every once in a while, someone uh, makes an effort to make sure that I see that they did not like it. Um, uh, and, and, you know, most of the time I'm like, yeah, yeah, you're right. You know? <laughs> no, they're wrong. Um, it's just this, this thing that, like, well, I mean, they're not wrong. They don't like it. You you can't be wrong about that. Yeah. They could be wrong about, like, the, the, they, the reasons that they don't like it I could disagree with. Yeah, you know? exactly. But, but they don't like it. And that's okay. I, you can't, you cannot please everyone. What? <laughs> I know. What? I'm giving up on life. Yeah, yeah that's... that's very That's... often, the exact same thing that one person says is the reason they didn't like the book, another person says was their favorite thing about the book and something that they'd been wanting to see for a long time. Exactly. So, you know, you just kind of have to, you have to decide that you're not doing it for, you, you've made the best book that you could make, and however it's received is however it's received, and nobody is right or wrong in their opinion, because yeah. it's your... You, whether you like something is entirely subjective. Yeah, um, yeah. I can't take you into liking it. I shouldn't try. Um, and there are people who love it way more than I do. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow, that is fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
proud of the book. I really love the character. I have very strong feelings about Carol. Um, I think there were some things we did right, and I think her, her characterization really came through. Yes. Um, I'm super proud of that. Yeah. And I think that's also one of the things that this comic, I don't, I don't think anyone can argue with the fact that it's refreshing to see characters interacting with each other like people. Like, the entire conversation between both Carol and Captain America and Carol and Spider-Man, they just feel like these natural conversations that exist between people that we don't get to see a lot in a lot of comic books because, you know, they have to fight. Like, people yeah, yeah. fight. <laughs> There's a, there was a really great natural flow to all of the dialogue. I liked that every it felt like everyone had a voice, and, uh, and, and I liked... I, I liked the characters too, um, even you know even the the cockier ones in the book. I thought I thought were great. They they stood out. They were unique and uh, and yeah. I thought it was a I thought it was a bang up book. I think you did a really great job. Well, thank you, thank you. I'm glad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, how long? Uh, and I think it's a really healthy attitude to have, especially uh, considering you know the type of work that you do. You're you're putting your work out there on display. Uh, to, to say, like, you know, uh, people that are going to like it are going to like it, and those that don't, don't. How long, did it, did it take you a while to get there, or have you always sort of felt that way? Um, you know, I, I think I'm, I think I've, I've been able to keep that in perspective pretty much from the beginning. Um, you know, like, you just got to somebody's favorite comic is Bondage Fairies. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like so, my book totally not the best book for that dude. Yeah. You know, yep. and that doesn't make him like wrong or or, or my book less legit. Yeah. It just if his if his good. metric of legitimacy is how many bondage fairies are in this comic book, then yeah, Captain Marvel not for that guy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. I haven't read Bondage Fairies. Maybe it's excellent. <laughs> um, but, uh, but 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 you know what I mean. I mean. Yeah. If, yeah. If. if um, if five boots give you a boner and that's what you're after, not your book. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the thing that um, with nerd, like not to not to say nerd in a derisive way, but one of the things that really makes me mad when there's the the geek criticism when things either are awesome or they suck, and I'm like, right. well, there, there's a bigger gradation between awesome and suck. Like, why did you think it sucked? Like. I think it's totally awesome to say, yeah, Captain Marvel sucked, and then here are my actual thought-out reasons why I believe this. Or even just in general, you know what? I don't like superheroes. Like, it's yeah. much more refreshing to actually hear the reasons why people like or dislike things than just, you yeah, fucking awful. Like, well, that doesn't help anyone out. <laughs> well, I think with that, too, there's sort of that that implied idea that this, I don't like this, and it's your fault. Yeah. And that's not really the case. Yeah. Yeah. It's all taste. Yeah, you know. So, um, so I, it's it's. I think I've I've managed to keep it uh, uh, in perspective as much as you can. Um, uh, it, 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 I have really good models for that in my life too. Um, yeah. You know, uh, 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 Brian Bendis is really good at being it, it, like. Being very engaged with his fan base, but also, like, really letting it just roll off his back. Yeah, his Twitter feed is like a crash course in how to deal with fans. <laughs> yeah. Because it's just, like, you can see him either, like, making hilarious jokes or just interacting with people, being honest, being candid, being jokey. It's, it's, it make it's really great. It's uh, great seeing that. Um, Did you hear his big news today? Uh, I, I saw, I saw a bunch of people congratulating him on Twitter. What uh what happened? I, I think it has something to do with maybe an addition to the family. It does indeed. Oh, oh. congratulations! That's amazing. I'm so happy for them. Yeah, they uh that that'll be number three, right? Uh, four. Four. Wow. Oh man, He's crafting his own mini Avengers over there. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. That's, that's great. Very, very cool. Uh, and one of the things um. Also, I know you love Carol so much, and it also must be great to be paired with an editor that also seems to love Carol as much as you, uh, because that big that big letter that Stephen Wacker wrote in the back of Captain Marvel 1, uh, I read it on the train this morning, and it was one of those, like, 
I was having this internal thing of like, yeah, fuck yeah, yeah, that's right. I, I just get really, I just get really hyped up when I can tell that people love what they're doing. And like Stephen Wacker's email at the end or letter at the end was just had me acting way too emotional on a subway this morning. Yeah, um, <laughs> I, um, I really love uh, Steve Wacker. Um, uh, he's, uh, he's crazy. Um, and he gets in fights with people on the internet when he shouldn't. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but I, I just, uh, I just adore him. And he called today, uh, to check in with me on a bunch of stuff. And, and we had a really nice talk. Um, and, uh, he was like, he was giving me a pep talk. <laughs> um, and he, uh, uh, what's the word I want? He, um, he was like, it's like Rocky one. <laughs> <laughs> he invoked Rocky one. Um, <laughs> but Rocky loses at the end of Rocky one. Why would he compare that? <laughs> but it's, it's, um, uh, uh, you know, it, it, it was, it was a thing where it was like, it, a thing we were trying to do and we didn't quite manage to do it. And, um, but, and that was his thing. It was like, you know, Rocky doesn't win, but he did so much better than he was ever supposed to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. <Right? laughs> I mean, that sounds, it sounds, it sounds like that. It sounds like a, like a backhand accomplishment, yeah. but I really felt great. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Thanks, Mick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> One of the things that uh, he said that got my gears running all day was the, like, we're ta- like I can't remember what the exact quote is, but basically, like, we're not going to stop until she's in a movie, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I was wondering, like, that got my brain rolling, because I remember when they were, like, two years ago, when they were still, like, we didn't know who was going to be in the Avengers, and there was, like, rumors flying around that the, um, the girl from Chuck... Yvonne Strahovski was, like, talking about being Carol oh, Danvers. Oh, yeah. Great um, casting for that. And, 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 but at the time, I was like, well, there's no way they're going to do Miss Marvel at the time or Captain Marvel now because it has to do with aliens, and they're not going to do aliens in an Avengers movie. It's too far-fetched. And then they did a- Avengers, and it was nothing but aliens. <laughs> yeah. So now, like, I wondered, like, I was wanting to ask you, when you saw, or when you found out, or I guess saw Avengers and saw they were doing aliens and it ends with Thanos... Did anything in your brain pop of like, this could be setting up like Captain Marvel? Did have you considered that at all, or? Uh, I I haven't. I mean, like I don't know what they have in mind. I know that they are they are entertaining all kinds of different properties. Yeah, I mean, um, Guardians of the Galaxy. I feel like is another step towards this cosmic, and Carol's yeah, roots are so cosmic. Like Thanos is crazy, super popular. Yeah. So who knew? You know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, I, um, I would love that. I, are you kidding me? I love her. I would love to see her get a movie. And um, I think, yeah, and this book, I feel like, is the right step. Especially if she could just be introduced to the movie-verse as just being Captain Marvel. Like, that would be pretty awesome. I yeah. Mean, just to the wider American public, Carol Danvers is Captain Marvel. She is this character. Well, I think that's that, that even feels like it would be a decent origin story with then it is it gives Thanos a chance to show how powerful he powerfully is by killing the original Captain Marvel in the movie, and yeah. then she takes up the mantle. Yeah, so we're going to write this right now. We're going to get an outline yeah, going. Yeah, yeah. This is why we called you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's get this done. Uh, we'll uh, just spec it out. Yeah, yeah. Beat by beat, we'll beat it out. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. It's by fine. five a.m., we'll have a treatment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't. Were you? Um, is uh, who would be your perfect Carol Danvers? I mean, is that something that you think about when you're writing these books? Like, who's like, whose voice do you have in your head, or like, what actress would you like to play her? Are those things that you ever think about? It's not something I think about when I'm writing the book, except uh, uh, I guess obviously when I'm doing um, uh, Castle, I, it's I'm, I'm Nathan Fillion is in my head. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but other than that, no. Um, uh, in fact, I was trying to think the other day. I know that um, I, I know that I, that I'm writing Tracy Burke as someone specific. Yeah. But I can't figure out who it is. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know that she is so fully formed in my head. I yeah. know that character so well I'm, that I'm absolutely certain I've. I've based her on someone, yeah. but I cannot place them to save my life. 
It should be like a Twitter contest. Like, can you name who this is? I need help. <laughs> yeah, the only thing is that, like, it, 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 um, I've, it would be confusing because it would be the voice I'm hearing and not the picture you're seeing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So you'd have to, to get it all by, um, all by, I guess, the strict text. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I don't know. Uh, well, you started, so, um, you know, you're, you're now, you're now writing the, uh, premier female superhero book for Marvel, which is, uh, which is awesome, but you got your start, uh, in manga, correct? Yeah, um, I wrote, my first, uh, comics work was, uh, writing the English adaptations of, uh, Japanese and Korean comics for Viz and Tokyo Pop. Oh wow! Yeah. Um, so so uh, walk us through that process. What's that? Uh, what is that like? Um, it's it's great. I mean, uh, I wrote nothing but dialogue. I wrote more than ten thousand pages of dialogue uh, in like somewhere between five and seven years. Wow! Wow, that is a crash um, course. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> So uh, it's it's great. It's it really it teaches you some important skills. Um, uh, it, you know, it teaches you to take your ego out of it because uh, yeah. if they can tell you did it, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Um. Uh. You really want to be doing your best to. Um, to you, you kind of intuit what you think is the author's intent. Yeah. And uh, and then try try to do that <laughs> you know you're, yeah you're, whatever it was that they were trying to do um and uh, uh it teaches you also to to be spare if you can to like really make every every word count because of the the, the physical real estate that it takes up on the page oh yeah oh sure you only have you already have the space for the uh, speech bubbles yeah. Yeah. But balloons are defined already. So, and, and Japanese is a very spare language. So you need to get across. It has to be casual. It has to be natural. It has to suit the character, and it has to fit in that balloon. If you have to change the shape of that balloon or the size of that balloon, you're going to cover art. Oh yeah. And you can't do that. It, uh, the way that you described it, it sounds a lot like I don't know if you've uh, read the book by Tom Lennon and uh, Ben Garrett. Called yeah. uh, writing movies for fun and profit. Yeah, uh, but profit uh, is P R O F I T, and they just—it's—it's it's a lot about uh, writing writing movies for studios. Because they wrote, did they write the Chipmunks movies? Or no, they, no, they wrote, wrote Night at the Museum, Museum movies. Yeah, as well as also being from the state and Reno Nine One One. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and just a lot of that process of like, yeah, you you have to take yourself out of it because it is it's you know it is it's a work for hire job and you have to honor what the you know what the producers want out of this script more than what you're kind of hoping to make your stamp on it yeah yeah um it, it that's I, I tried to approach it with the idea that um that i i would want i want to give it as it, it, i would want to give it as much respect as um as I would hope someone translating my work into Japanese would. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, and, uh, and, if, and I felt like if, if I was doing my job right, my hand was invisible, you know? Yeah. yeah. That, uh, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and now, like, it's kind of also parallel, like, what you're doing with Captain Marvel, because it's, it's still, like, work for hire stuff. I feel like it's a lot more personal, because you're also coming up with the plots. Um, but you just announced a uh, creator-owned book, at San Diego, uh, pretty deadly with Emmy, with Emma Rios. Yes. Uh, which the that one image looks amazing. That's <laughs> uh, just phenomenal. And I'll tell you about that. That um, when we had first started talking about the book, that was an image that that Emma had in her head. Only it was a uh, in 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 the book uh, in, in the teaser she's sewing her arm. Yeah. And um, when we talked about it, she was sewing her side. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, and it was such a beautiful idea. She, she sort of, we were at a coffee shop and she's kind of posed for me to show me what she meant. Um, 
And when we were looking for a singular image for the teaser, she said, you know, I want to try to do the sewing, the, the sewing thing. And, I, and I, I discouraged her. I was like, you know, Emma, I'm afraid that this is going to be up on a screen and yeah. it's going to, to read. And I, I don't think you're going to be able to see that. I think we need a headshot. Um, she's like, I'm going to give it a, sh- I'm going to give it a go. I'm going to give it a go. I'm like, you know, oh, okay, do your thing. And damn if she didn't make it work. Yeah. She's phenomenal. I so gifted. uh, That cloak and dagger miniseries that she did with Nick Spencer earlier this year was just gorgeous. Yeah, the Spider Island. Yeah, uh, the Spider Island mini. Um, And is she doing an arc of Captain Marvel? I heard. She's doing two issues. Yeah, yeah. She's closing out her first arc. And and you worked together on the Osborne miniseries as well, right? We did. We did. Yes. Yeah. So, um, uh. I guess, it, what what do you like most about collaborating with her? It's easy. <laughs> yeah. Well, you said that you were in a coffee shop. Do you guys live near each other? No, she lives in Spain. Um, oh, wow. Not in Portland. Yeah, that's, that's, that's far away. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, boy, I, I want to make some joke about there being some kind of cosmic coffee shop. But no, this was, um, <laughs> it was during New York Comic Con. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, uh, we went to, um, we went to a coffee shop with, uh, Alejandro, uh, yeah. Arbona, who was our editor on Osborne. Yeah. And, and made him sit there while we talked about our creator and book. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so you've had this in the works for a while then? Long time. Okay. Yeah, long time. Yeah. Wow. But, you know, you have to, you have to get... We, neither one of us owns anything. Neither one of us were really very familiar with uh, how to, you know, I, I watched um, uh, Matt do creator-owned books and, and Brian do creator-owned books, but they're, for the most part, through Icon these days. Yeah. And so, um, you know, it was, it was a very intimidating process. And I'm still intimidated by the process, and we're greenlit now. So. Yeah, and you're, like, Image is having this crazy renaissance like all those books they announced at san diego were mind-blowing well didn't didn't matt announce a book for image at san diego this year as well yes with howard shaken oh yeah yeah. oh yeah right before we did the panel we had uh we had lunch together and i got to sit next to howard oh man it was the best seat in the house yeah he's super um, nice oh my god i love him so much uh i remember like running into him at a baltimore comic-con uh, years ago when I used to work for Wizard and, like, my boss was just, like, talking to him and we were, like, there for a half hour just letting Howard Chaykin tell us stories. <laughs> and the entire time in my head I'm thinking, this is the guy that drew the Star Wars ad- adaptation for Marvel, which were probably some of the first comic books I ever read. Changed and your it, life. Yeah. Like, this is the guy who drew what I first associated comic books with. And yeah. here he is in person. It's, like, crazy. Uh, yeah. Have you seen, uh, uh, or, or have you read uh, uh, American Flag? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, that stuff. So influential on Matt's work, it was really huge for him. That you know, when I first read that, I was I, I, I was uh, I don't know, probably like eleven or twelve, <laughs> and I could not. I, I was I was blown away that you could do with comics what he was doing with that book. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, he's just he's astoundingly talented. Yeah, um, and I have this like. I have these questions. <laughs> I have like craft questions, you know. Um, and uh, I was talking the other day about like wanting to to be able to, um, you know, Marvel does these artist retreats. Yeah. Where they, um, where they have uh, like Howard and uh, Klaus uh, Jansen. Oh yeah. Um, they bring artists in and they do workshops with them and work on craft with them. And I'm like, I want to do that. <laughs> yeah, why wouldn't they <laughs> offer those services? Yeah. Um, oh, man, that sounds amazing. The, the writer's retreats are, are different. The writer's retreats are like big, heavy planning things where um, uh, like you have to pitch what you're doing with your book in front of the room and everybody tries to shoot holes in it. Like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds that sounds crazy. No, that sounds horrible. Well, I mean, you're in basically comic book mecca right now. Like, do you have a writers like a writers club up there, or like 
Do you no, guys? No, we don't. You know what? It would be really cool. I would love to do some kind of salon thing. There is a thing here called um, Comics Underground. Yeah. Where it's sort of like a performance thing, and I've done. I've done readings there. I did a reading of my CBGB story there. Oh, um, oh cool. Yeah. Um, and that's that's cool, but it's not like... It's not like... I, I guess the closest thing is um, uh, Periscope Studios. Yeah. Um, they, they have a group, um, and I think that they probably... Um, you know, like, talking about craft problems and stuff, that would be a neat thing that you could do there. Yeah. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah. Cause I write, I write sketch comedy for the UCB theater and like our sketch team has six writers on it. So I'm used to working in a writer's room and it's so, it's nice to have that because it's a firm deadline and you're like, if I don't actually get this done, I'm letting people down. Uh, and it's also just good to have those like other brains around to, you know, bounce things off of get ideas and then claim them as your own because they're given yes, to you. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so what, uh, what is your, what is your process? Um, whenever you sit down to, uh, to start a book, like how do you work? Um, well first I panic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, understand that. Been there. Yep. Been there. <laughs> and, uh, uh, and then I give up and go, go to bed. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah. Yeah, um, I start with dialogue generally speaking. So um, I guess you write full script. I do or, write full script. Yeah. Um, I, I think I would be good at writing Marvel style, um, because I am not, because I'm not a visual thinker. Yeah. Um, so. But also you kind of did Marvel style for so long with the adaptations. Like you were given the, like you had to make well, I mean, words fit in the art. Well, there at all. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but, but I think that. I think if I just were able to write like a two page or three page, this is, this is the plot. Let me just tell you this story and then you make the pictures and then I'll plug in the dialogue. I suspect that that would go much faster for me. Um, but, uh, uh, but I, I haven't the courage to try it. I'm afraid that the, the, the learning curve scares me. Um, yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe Emma and I should try that for uh, for Pretty Deadly. I, I've, I've scripted some... Um, huh, that could be interesting. Maybe we'll yeah. give that a shot. I yeah, think have, exclusive, exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> I think you have to be working with somebody that you are super familiar with, you know? Yeah. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it feels like it's a lot more of a collaborative process, so there's a lot more trust that sort of has to go into the relationship there for you to be able to, you know, pull out your best work in that type of situation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a real... It is... It is it's silly for me to be hesitant to, to do it because, um, because I'm not particularly... Uh, uh, gifted as a page designer um but uh but yeah i'm sort of i'm i'm also i I probably one of the reasons that i write uh carol the control freak pretty well is because um or her voice anyway i don't mean to be presumptuous Um, (laughs) but uh, is because uh um, i might have a couple control issues of my own (laughs) (laughs) oh man and so giving up like defining the beats is pretty nerve-wracking but yeah. maybe it would be really cool who knows yeah i also feel like that's not unique i feel like every person who's super creative has you know we all i mean we're both comedians in new york city so we understand what that's like <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah yeah i i uh i went on an audition the other day and on camera for a commercial and as soon as i finished it the guy just went all right everything you're doing with your face Stop that! It's <laughs> like, oh god! Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, fantastic! Oh man! Yeah, you know, I used to do improv comedy, and like, I, I, my training is as an actor, and you have all of my respect. Yeah. Because um, uh, the the reason that I'm, I, I stopped pursuing it. I just don't have the temperament. <laughs> um, where did you um, Where did you study? Um. Uh, I, I have 
University of Texas at Austin. Oh, awesome. Um, and then in New York, um, I studied Meisner technique, but not with anyone particularly amazing. Um, there was a woman, I took classes with this woman for a while, but I don't remember her name now. It's been years ago. Um, and, uh, uh, who's, uh, God, what's the improv guy? Uh, Del Close? Yes. Um, I never, no, it's Del Close wrote the, what's the book? Truth Um, and Comedy? Yeah, he wrote that. Yeah. Oh, that was uh, yeah, that was Del Close and Charna Halpern and uh, uh, Howard Johnson. Okay. Right. Yeah, I. It's been years since this is anything I actively pursued or participated in. So, yeah. So forgive me for I'm I've no cred whatsoever. Um, oh no, I mean. But uh, I I loved it. I worked with two different troops enough to scrape together enough income to, you know, call it a job. Oh wow! You're oh. Uh, that's already further than we are. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's there's no such thing as money in improv in New York uh, now. Oh goodness, no. Yeah. Oh, that's a shame. Well, you know, we never you don't make money in New York, but you could it, you would get a troop together and then you would be traveling. Yes. Yeah. You know, that's what I always, that's what I've always said about New York. It's like, you don't, uh, especially with like the entertainment arts, you usually don't come here to make money. You come here to get really, really good at it. Yeah. And then you head out to make money. Yeah. Yeah. We had, uh, one group that I was with, uh, the director owned a red Ford Festiva. Um, and it was like a clown car, the way we would pile into that damn thing. (laughs) Yeah. Drive to some school on the East coast and do like a series of shows that he would group sell these things to a whole bunch of different colleges and we would just go from one to the other. That sounds great. What was, uh, what were, what were your team names? Um, loose screws was one and, uh, urban side effects. Um, you know, Dave Holmes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Dave and I were in a group together. Oh, wow. Oh, cool. Dave and I go back years and years. Um, uh, we had a sketch comedy. It was a sketch comedy and improv um, called Dottie Danger. Oh, wow. Um, and we mostly got together to drink. Um, <laughs> yeah. That sounds like improv. Yeah, That yeah. sounds like comedy. That's yeah. what we do. <laughs> uh, and uh, Craig Balderston. Craig Baldo was also. Um, oh, Craig Baldo. Yeah. Was yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, um, in fact, I was the only lady in that particular group. Yeah, what? that's also how improv usually works. Yeah, un- out. yeah unfortunately. Uh, how like I feel like I'm trying to think. Somewhat, I got into a weird not a Twitter not a Twitter argument, but Marjorie Liu revealed that she like pitched an all female superhero team to Marvel, uh, and that it was like shot down because you know a all female team book wouldn't sell. And then I like got mad on Twitter and was like, "Can we? Pl- if we can have all male superhero teams, there should be all fa- all female superhero teams." Um, and then like some people were like, "Well, isn't that just tokenism?" Blah blah blah. And I'm like, "Well, if the story dictates it, yeah. then do it. Like you can't let tokenism stop you from doing a thing that needs to happen." I don't know. Um, and and then I feel like I have this opinion because I'm in New York and I do improv, and there are so many all female improv teams. And they don't look at themselves as token. It's just like they want to perform with people that they like. Yeah, and you know, it's sort of like uh, it's like the like the the Game of Thrones dude, like yeah, writing that um, that character thinking about her breasts as she walks. Yeah, yeah, that's never happened. Yeah, <laughs> that's never happened. We don't sit around thinking about how the, we're, we're women. You yeah, know? I don't. I'm not constantly like, "Ooh, my breasts are touching my shirt," and you know, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what? Yeah, just swinging slightly yeah. to the left today. It's the, the boob live stream, yeah, live yeah. updates from my breasts. Yeah, yeah, you know, and and it, it's not, you know, I just that that idea that um that that idea that like uh, uh it just reinforces the idea that women are other. Yeah, you know. Yeah. We're all people. (laughs) And, I mean, that's why, I don't know, just to get, like, random, like, I love Brian Wood's X-Men book right now because it's a team of five X-Men, four of which are women, and it's not an issue. And then there's a token dude, right? Yeah, and then there's Colossus. (laughs) Uh, But it's like, and it it feels like, no, this is a team that Storm will put together, and they're all there because their power set and their abilities make a good team. And it's not because of, like, well, we want to do something different. Ugh. 
Yeah. Well, it's like, um, you know, there was at some point somebody was talking about a book for me and, and, you know, and and it was a, it was a, a, a very macho dude lead. And the, the, there was a question as to whether like, well, what would that look like? And it's, it's fine it's fine if you don't think I'm a good fit for the book, but yeah. to, to think that I'm not a good fit for the book because I'm a woman, like makes me want to punch you in the face. Yeah. Um, because I guarantee you, no one ever said, uh, Brian Bendis writing spider woman. Yeah. But he's not a spider. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> we don't, we don't think jinx will work with you, Mr. Bendis, because yeah. you're not a woman. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, um, it just, or, or like, you know, I, I I probably couldn't write Hulk because I've never turned into a giant green rage monster. Yeah, you know? yeah. Bite me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no one can write Guardians of the Galaxy because no, none of us have been on an intergalactic yeah. Guardian How did George team? Lucas do that? Duh. He hasn't seen stars or had wars. I don't know. Exactly. Um, By the way, I have turned into a giant green rage monster, so FYI. Okay, yeah. Uh... Check another thing off the bucket list. (laughs) On the Hulk front, like, Jeff Parker just announced that his book is now going to be Red She-Hulk, which makes me so happy. Like, he wrote this amazing thing on Tumblr last night about, which I think also had your book mentioned it as well. I was like, let's break this stupid stigma that these books won't sell or that no one wants to buy them. And I... So for that, I yeah. like Dan Slott's She-Hulk run is one of my favorite comics of all time, and it baffles me that like more people didn't get to experience how awesome that was. Yeah, I'm gonna get myself in trouble here, but um, what the hell? I think this has less to do with the comic selling and more to do. I think the stigma stigma is more related to the toys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I hated being a little boy, and all I wanted was a Princess Leia figure or a Lady J or Scarlet figure. And, like, going to Walmart every week and wanting a G.I. Joe of these characters who are in every episode and not understanding as a six-year-old, well, you know, Hasbro doesn't think Lady J will sell as a figure. It made me so mad. And, you know, I don't know. It, it might be true, but uh, I, apparently there is a... a, a there, I'm not an expert on the toy industry, but I know um, that a big part of these these properties are, you know, ads for the toy sales where yeah. the real numbers are, where yeah. the real money is made. Um, and there is at least a perception that the, the female action figures do not sell. That bums me out. Yeah. But that's, and, that, that's and more of a... It, it, it may very well be true. I don't know. I mean, I... I well, and it's I only true just, because of the weird... I it's only work the toy fair every year. Yeah. As, uh, uh, as an actor, and um, and there, are, it was always the gender stuff at Toy Fair was always really depressing. To yeah, me. and it's only it's only a thing because of our weird cultural bullshit. Like, well, he's a little boy; he can't play with a princess Leia figure or anything like that, which is so. Yeah, it's it's, it's well, a, you know, ugh. my daughter is super into Wonder Woman right now, and we cannot find jack shit for her. Um, for, that is appropriate for a two-year-old girl, this Wonder Woman. She's potty training. My son has um, uh, underwear in heroes of both DC and Marvel and Star Wars. Um, yeah. And uh, uh, the, I can get her... Um, oh, what? not Diego. What's the other one? Oh, Dora? Dora. Yeah. They have Dora underwear and I think Hello Kitty underwear, but uh, you cannot find girl hero underwear. That, yeah, um, that's disappointing. There is there. I can get Wonder Woman underwear for me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which, let's be honest, is not for me. That's for no. Matt. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or uh, uh, or I can get a super skanky Wonder Woman swimsuit. But I can't get my my two year olds um, uh, Princess Diana underwear or whatever. Yeah, and didn't you? Did, did I see on Twitter? Did you throw her a, a Wonder Woman themed birthday party recently? He did. Yeah, uh, yeah. those pictures looked amazing. Thanks. <laughs> she um, 
she describes it. Uh, 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 she, or she she says, um, "Wum wum wum wum." Oh. <laughs> so she is either she is either wum 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 or um, Princess Leia. Oh, that's adorable. I love yeah, that. So those are my those are my girls' princesses. Uh, she's into uh, uh, Brave now too, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that's great. I still haven't seen Brave. My boyfriend saw it without me because I was at Heroes Con, I think, because it was the uh, same weekend. Yeah, my kids saw it at Heroes Con, too. I haven't seen it either, but my daughter loved it. Um, but I guess the girl's name is, like, Marita. Yeah. But she doesn't call her Marita. She just calls her Brave. Oh, like. Brave. That's great. Yeah. I also love that there are little girl Black Widow Halloween costumes. <laughs> uh, and they, and, like, for the adult, the adult female ones are, of course, like, sexy Black Widow because it's Halloween and everything has to be sexy something. But like, yeah. the little girl's one is just exactly what Black Widow wears in the movie. And it's like, I wish that I lived at a place where trick-or-treaters came so that it'd be like, if any little girl comes up, or a little boy, if any person comes up dressed as the Black Widow, I would give them all the candy. Yeah. <laughs> like, you just turn over your comics collection. Yeah. yeah. Halloween costume stuff is always, like, mind-boggling to me. Um, like, the the, uh, the comedian costume. Like, yeah. dude, dude, seriously? <laughs> Why would yeah. you want to be... He's kind of... He's a rapist. Yeah, yeah. be a rapist. Yeah, or, um... Uh, <coughs> like, I, I, I'm so in love with the cosplayers. There's, like, groups of cosplayers on Tumblr that I'm absolutely fascinated with. Oh, yeah. Into. Well, There's, you... A whole bunch of them that do Lady Loki. Oh, yeah. And I get why, because Lady Loki is stunningly beautiful. Yeah. It's a, it's a really luxe, very evocative costume. But every time I see someone dressed as Lady Loki, all I can think of is, oh, my God, you're wearing sip skin. <laughs> do you know what you're doing right now? That is super creepy. Super yeah. creepy. That's great. Uh, you are gross. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and there, you also, like, had this thing where you're, like, the first person I see cosplaying as Captain Marvel in her new costume, like, I will give you, like, buttons or something, right? Or, I remember uh, that would be, like, a big thing. Buttons, dude. It was way better than buttons. Yeah. Still, I, I, um, <laughs> I, I got, uh, uh, I got wings. I got, Oh, uh, yeah, that's it, yeah. Oh, that's badass. Women Air Service Pilot, uh, replica of the pilot's wings. Yeah. Um, uh, and I, I gave them away at WizCon. Uh, to uh, uh, awesome, awesome Carol Danvers super fan, whose husband is a costume maker, who oh. made her a um, a Captain Marvel jacket that I uh, desperately want. <laughs> oh, that's rad! That's great. That's yeah. gotta be like a crazy like. What was your? What did you think when you saw that? It's like this is a like for all intents and purposes, like Captain Marvel is. It's a, basically it's yours and like Jamie McKelvey, like your yeah, Stephen White, like. Was- to see that walking up towards you, like, that's gotta be crazy. It's pretty neat. Yeah. That's pretty neat. Um, and particularly because, uh, the book wasn't out yet. Yeah. You know? That's what Stephen Wacker pointed out at the end, is like, this might be the first time that a first issue has published fan art in it. Like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the internet has changed everything, you yeah. know? And also, I love all the stuff you did about, like, navigating the waters of pre-ordering and, like, really helping people out. Um, it makes so much sense because I, I feel like I've listened to you on podcasts a bunch talking about how, like, the system is kind of crazy. And yeah. mm-hmm. I'm so glad that you did all of that. And I feel, like that, I feel like you're probably the reason that the internet did explode in this way because it's a creator that gives so much of a shit, like, cares so much. And it's so palpable and honest and real and... I feel like if more creators were this honest and transparent about how much they love what they're doing, maybe the industry would be more awesome. Uh, uh, that's, uh, that's, well, you know, it's, I mean, it's really, really time consuming and it's super yeah. scary to put yeah. yourself out there, you know? And I mean, I was scared to death this morning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, we, we've been promoting this so hard for so long i just felt like it, it was inevitably going to be a disappointment to people you yeah. know so um uh it was you know it was like you don't you have this this idea that you don't want to um and that's not, that's risky that's that's risky it's yeah and and i've and i've probably spent three times the amount of time promoting the book that i've done writing the book yeah so. And I'm not for anything, but I don't get paid 
for this part. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, uh, you know, I, I had postcards made out of pocket. I had buttons made out of pocket. I've sent things off to people and paid the postage. And Yeah. You know, I can understand why people wouldn't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, but it, it's it's exciting. I don't know, I guess it's also exciting to us because we sort of under we get that part of it too because so much of you know so uh, I'm sure you understand like so much of doing comedy and and doing all of that stuff yourself is you you have to put your back into it the exact same way you have to be the one that if you want yeah. buttons well you have to make them and you yeah. have yeah. to pass them out and it's like if I that was the thing about that's why I didn't make it as an actor I didn't want it bad enough yeah you know, there were like when I would get called for an audition and be left waiting there for two and a half hours. I was like, "Yeah, bite me! I don't want this job." Exactly. I don't want this job bad enough to wait here for two and a half hours. And it's so great that you. Peace. It's great that you realize that. Like things have worked out okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, um, you know, and there was a point at which I just realized that. Oh, I need to step aside for the people who do really want this. You know, not that I particularly need to step aside for them because the people who really want it will climb over you. Yeah. But um, uh, but there was no reason. I, I was never going to really have it. You know. Um, yeah. And the the way that like the the way that actors get treated, um, and, and this is men and women, but particularly women, the way yeah. that you know, I had casting directors who wore shit glued onto their t-shirts telling me that I needed to dress a certain way or, you know, uh, or yeah. what I needed to weigh Ugh. or that my hair color wasn't the color that they wanted for me for, you know, it's just like, and yeah. most of those clowns look <laughs> terrible. Yeah. You know? The worst looking people there. Yeah. And, and you have to, and it's their job and they know what they're talking about. And this is, yeah. Your person is up for discussion because your person is your product, and I just do not have what it takes to uh, uh, to let that conversation continue. Yeah, I mean, so, um, it's it's an inspirational story in a way, though, to like admit that like you wanted a thing, realized you didn't want it as much, but now you found. Would you call this your true calling? Like, or or is there still? Is there still more to be achieved? Is there other areas you want to conquer? I, I, mean, I, I um, I was talking about this on the uh, decompressed podcast with um, oh, with Kieran, with Kieran, yeah, yeah. Just to, earlier today. Um, I, I very recently, like, like literally in the last couple of days, become comfortable calling myself a writer. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is. Odd, as I've been doing this for ten years or so, you yeah. know. Um, so, you know, I, I don't know. I've I've always said that my I, well, I, since since I since I stopped acting and and have started pursuing writing, um, um, I've always said that my my ultimate I, I, that I would like to die a novelist. Yeah. Um, and uh, and I think that's true, but um, but there's also like just a there's no way for me to say this without it just being really corny. But um, but I, I think I just I, I want to make people feel things. I want to have contributed something. I want to put something into the world that that gets that makes people feel connected to the work yeah. and human and maybe provide some kind of catharsis or spark of an idea or something. I want, I want to contribute. I want, I want to make people feel things. And I think that's, that, that's great. great. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I think that, I think a lot of times, uh, what that, what that winds up standing, stemming from, and certainly correct me if I'm wrong, but it's like, there were other people that put something out there that affected you so much and made you feel so much that you want to give that back to someone else. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and that, that's, that's, I think that's what it's all about. Right. Yeah. Um, I yeah. think that's a good place to start wrapping things up too. I think that's a great mission statement. 
Um, and I would I would let you know that you did that already with me on the train this morning with Captain Marvel when she says, "Damn it, I'm taking the name." Uh, <laughs> that was a great that was a great moment. I'm very excited for the rest of this run. Um, I'm very excited for Pretty Deadly as well. Yeah, uh, thank you. Yeah, I'm. This is your year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, thank you so much for being on uh, this episode of the podcast. We will be back with you uh, talking about planetary. Yes. Uh, issues one through six. Yeah. Uh, Kelly Sue DeConnick pick um, yes. by Warren Ellis and John Cassidy, uh, which when we do it will be the very first book club episode we've done where all of us have already read it. So, yeah, because usually we, we bring like a new person in to give us their like fresh eyes perspective. But you chose a book that all of us love uh Hold near and dear to our hearts. So that's great. Well, that's awesome. That's Very great. Excited. That means that you guys have really good taste. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Uh, well, uh, thank you so much for being on the show. You guys can follow uh, Kelly Sue at, at Kelly Sue on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, K-E-L-L-Y-S-U-E. Yes. And is that all? You are, are you also Kelly Sue.tumblr.com? I that, am. And do you also have Kelly Sue.com? I do indeed. Yeah, you just, you lucked out. <laughs> yeah, no, you know what it is? I'm old. I just got this stuff before anybody else. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's smart. That's, yeah. That's one of uh, one of our friends who's an improviser is Morgan. His name's Morgan Phillips, and he's friends with the Twitter guys, and he has at Morgan on wow. Twitter. Um, that's how he got that? Yeah. Oh, but, that's the, but the thing is, he has like 10,000 followers because there's like a Korean pop star named Morgan, and they <laughs> all think it's him. So his at, yeah, so his at reply is completely useless because it's nothing but Korean teenagers just tweeting at him. Because I was like, like, why does he have so many followers? But yeah. So anyway, um, basically just type in Kelly Sue on the internet and you guys will have it. Uh, in the meantime, uh, guys, please do us a favor. Head over to iTunes, rate the podcast, and while you're there, check out uh, our archive of backlogged episodes um we've yeah. uh, we've covered some really great story arcs and uh, the kathy salerno episode where we talk about new mutants the demon bear saga is awesome it's a really great time uh, hallie Kiefer episode where we talk about the jersey shore and incredible hulk uh yep. peter david's run is also great um visit matt and brett love comics.com uh, make sure you click the like button on Facebook. Yeah, and uh, and if you've got something to say, you know, feel free to leave a comment in the show notes. And uh, and yeah, so we'll uh, we'll be back we'll be back next time talking about Planetary one through six with Kelly Sudakonic. Kelly, once again, thank you so much. Thank you guys. Uh, and this is Matt. This is Brett. And we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.